Welcome, 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 welcome. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast. Dan Fish right here. Chip Daily over there. How we doing this week there, Chippy boy? It's getting cold out here, Dion. It's it getting cold. Getting cold uh, again. Get your parkers out. Parkers. <laughs> Speaking of parkers, we have lots of news. What's that to do with anything? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This episode's going to be loaded. Okay. Loaded. Well, loaded. guess what we're going to do? I don't know why we weren't doing this, but uh, maybe because Dan needed a break, but we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back. Play it. Woo! Right off the rip. It's time for Dan's favorite athlete on earth today. Athlete of the week or the day or week or whatever it is. Uh, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, Atlanta. Chip has a story. Let's hear it. Yes. So he, uh, Atlanta went to London for a game two weeks, three weeks ago. No, it would be uh, week seven is when it happened. No, six. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But he, uh, like on Thursday when they went over there, he just all of a sudden did not go with them for personal reasons, is all they said. And then this past Sunday, like an hour before the game started, maybe it was an hour and a half, he said he was inactive, even though he didn't have an injury. And then after the game started, uh, it's probably like second, third quarter, he tweeted out a uh, text image that said, these past few weeks, I have been, ve- have been very challenging. And as much as I'd like to be on the field competing with my teammates, I need to step away from football at this time and focus on my mental well-being. This will help me be the best version of myself now and in the future. I want to thank my teammates, the entire Atlanta Falcons organization, our great fans, my friends, and my family for all their support during this time. Signed, Calvin Ridley. So he's uh, just stepping away from football right now to focus on his own well-being. Some things are more important, right? Yes. I think it uh, kind of came as a surprise to, I mean, maybe not, obviously not the Falcons organization, but people that, uh, you know, just follow football. Yeah, like but, you and me. Yeah, yeah. Like we're just kind of like speculating why he's been missing games. Thought maybe it was some other family issues, but you can never assume, as they say. So this is uh, just but, something that is kind of coming across my mind right now. Uh, like, like, there's a lot of NBA players that have like been very outspoken about mental illness and awareness and stuff like that. I feel like there hasn't been a whole lot in the NFL, and I feel like maybe part of that is because of it's a tough guy's sport and you can't show any signs of weakness. Yeah. Dak Prescott, I kind of did it last year. I think like, yeah, that was kind of after his brother died though. Right. Yeah. And then he got hurt, but then some people were still insulting him. (laughs) Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. So, I mean, like maybe that's a reason why a lot of players aren't saying something like this, but I mean, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's fine to take care of yourself, right? Yes. I mean, it's no different. It's no different than having like an injury and being like, well, I could rush it back this year, but long term, if I want to be an NFL player for a long time, I probably need to fix this now and take the rest of the year off. Yeah. Well, most people don't get upset about that. What's the difference? Yeah, that's true. Got to get yourself right to play well. 
Yes. So, yeah, I mean, good for him for noticing that and stepping away for a while. And having the guts to do it. Yeah. I hope he uh, comes back in the future. Agreed. Very good talent. Very good. Other wide receivers from formerly from Alabama in the news this week. Oh, boy. Well, I guess late Tuesday night, 3.39 a.m. local time out out in Vegas, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, Monday night, into Tuesday morning. Henry Ruggs III, formerly of the Las Vegas Raiders, and I say formerly because he was just released Wednesday morning, uh, got into a DUI accident, rear-ended a car. The car that he hit ignited into flames, killing one woman and and a dog. dog. And a dog. (sighs) Him, himself, and the passenger... The female passenger he had alongside were rushed to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, they should both be fine. Uh, however, this is going to cost uh, Henry Ruggs a lot. Not only is he going to be cut from the Raiders, he's going to face two felony charges, uh, potentially. One of which would cost him two to 20 years in prison. And the other one could cost one to six years in prison. So if you add up the totality, he's going to spend a minimum, it sounds like, of three years in prison, up to 26 years. Holy cow. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, stupid thing to do. So, you know, it's kind of, I mean, he should face the consequences. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. And I just want to go on to say, like, it was 3.39 in the morning. Yes. Nothing good happens after two. Go to bed. Nothing good happens after midnight, a lot of people say. Ooh, that's even earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good ever happens after 9 p.m. Go to sleep, people. What are you doing with your lives? When the sun sets, go home. Yeah, and where we are right now, in one week, it's going to be setting at like 5.30. Go to (laughs) bed. Go to bed. Go home. (laughs) What is it in how I met your mother? Yeah, that's how I much Miller. Nothing, nothing good that, after 2 a.m. That's 2, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, anyway, the Corvette that he crashed. Custom? Oh, boy. That might hurt worse. <laughs> oh, damn. You said it. No, I, no, I said for, for Henry Ruggs, that might hurt him worse. Oh. Like he might, he might feel worse about not having the car. He, like, screw it. I'll go to prison, but give me my car back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he'll be driving for a while anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you just got to look at it in your yard. I mean, that thing was a piece, but yes, obviously sad story. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to the family of the dog and the woman that lost their lives in the car mm-hmm. crash and, and in that order. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yes. Sorry, just trying to make light of a terrible situation. But yes, learn from this. Call an Uber. Get a taxi. Hire a driver. The couple 50 to 100 bucks or 200 bucks that you might spend on a cab are way better than 26 years you might spend in prison. Yes, That's especially story. as a pro athlete with millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, that was one lesson that I've learned in my lifetime. Like, whatever it costs to get a cab is nothing compared to what it costs to get a DWI. Nonetheless, kill somebody and end up in jail. You've murdered kill people? Kill yourself. You've ended up in jail? No, I just said, like, that's no. a life lesson that I've <laughs> okay. learned. Yes, yes. <laughs> just spend the money on somebody else to drive you around. Like, it's way Agreed. cheaper. Oh, all right. Sure. Learn from us. Learn, 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 everybody. Learn out there. Be better people. Jeez. At least, 
We just have so much news coming out on Wednesday. I get more news. Transition. What? This is. All right. Stick with, we'll stick with the wide receiver first. Michael Thomas for the Saints. Have him on my fantasy team, too, on the bench, on the IR. Just, you know, why not? So he's uh, had off-season ankle surgery. He's supposed to be back by, like, week seven to eight. And he started doing, I think, some workouts and stuff. But then Wednesday morning, he's all of a sudden like, oh, my ankle hurts in a different spot now. I'm done for the year. He's not playing this year. Uh, some people were saying it's because the Saints are on their third string quarterback. And he <laughs> yeah, saw because, that uh, Jameis Winston isn't going to be playing the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, he tore his ACL, man. So much happened. <clears throat> he got pulled down from the back of his jersey. Not a horse collar, but from like the numbers. Awkwardly, uh, his foot kind of got stuck towards ACL. Michael Thomas isn't coming back. And then uh, breaking news Wednesday. Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID. And he's out for Sunday's game against the Chiefs. He, earlier in the season, said, well, I should find his direct quote. Let me find her real quick. Uh, he's covered He's covered by State Farm. He's covered by State Farm. He's probably got some, uh, you know, maybe he's probably got Affleck. Hurt and miss work. <laughs> Runs to countless commercials for State Farm, insured by Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron said, yeah, I'm immunized. That's how he said it. I'm immunized. I'm immunized. Is that, That's what he said in, on August 26th in an interview. Well, that's technically not vaccinated. No, he, you're right. He did not say he's vaccinated. So he maybe... Maybe had, he meant like he had COVID, so he had antibodies, so he's immunized. That's probably what he meant. <laughs> but now he has it, and he's not vaccinated, so he has to sit out for at least 10 days. Which is a great way to say it. Yeah. I'm yeah. immunized. Are you vaccinated? I'm immunized. I'm immunized. <laughs> Dude, Aaron, Aaron's always got a good way of words. Yeah, he, he also looks like he's homeless. To, yeah, that too. Do you see his Halloween costume? <laughs> Did you see his helmet? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was even better. But he was, he was John Wick for Halloween. He pulled it off well. I, I think he should have just walked around with his helmet over his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That was the meme of the week. Actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good one. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's out this week. Uh, yeah, that game's not going to be exciting anymore. Jordan Love, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Well, we're going to find out what he's capable of. Yes. Man, another big injury this week. I, I can't remember if I mentioned it or we mentioned it on the show. Derek Henry. I said he never gets hurt. He's a tank. Well, he hurt his foot last week and he's getting surgery. And he's out for the year. surgery. Had surgery. Successful, by the way. Successful. He'll probably be back in two weeks. Uh, says that he's not expected to play this year, but wouldn't count it out if they made the playoffs and he tried to come back. <clears throat> but in his, for his replacement, they signed one Adrian Peterson. I'm going to get to that because we had a epic week of transactions um, in the NFL. And there's been lots of trades and moves made in the last couple of weeks leading up to this deadline. That is one of the things I'm going to talk about. Adrian Peterson has signed after Derek Henry's foot injury. Yeah. What do you think about that, Chip? I mean, uh, is he coming back? Is, is he going to be great? Is Adrian Peterson going to be great? Is 2008 Adrian Peterson coming back? No. Are you sure? Uh, pretty sure. What is he, 36? I don't know. Uh, I think he's, he's all, He's all day, though. 
all day. I mean, I think he'll be still effective. He's still in good shape, and he's still been working out and stuff. I believe he was uh, signed to the practice squad. So is he even like going to be considered to be like the backup? Even I don't know. He'll have to be activated. Baltimore's been doing that all year with their three old guys. I call them old, but they're like thirty something. Fonta Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, those guys like they always go to the practice squad and then get activated. So I don't know. But yeah, Adrian Peterson, thirty six. Uh when was the last he played last season with the Lions or was it two years ago? Last year? Last year with the Lions, yep. I mean he still averaged three point nine yards carry, seven touchdowns, six hundred yards. So Adrian Peterson last year in the whole season, 16 games, had 330 less rushing yards than Derrick Henry has through eight eight weeks this season. <laughs> well, yes. But this goes on to talk about the topic of the day that we really want to get to. We've talked about this in the past. Um, don't pay your running backs, kids. I mean, Derrick Henry making a bunch of money. Um. Chiefs running back, Clyde Edwards-Solaire, first-round draft pick. You, you wasted the first-round draft pick on him? Yeah. He's out with an injury this week, and Derek Gore looking like the best running back in the league. Yeah. Right? He was cutting holes or two weeks ago on Thursday with the uh, Browns. Yep. They have two high-paid guys. Chubb and Hunt both out. Dearness Johnson comes in and gets 147 yards or something. This Derek Gore guy from Kansas City who played Monday night, he was like on the practice squad for like the last how many years of different teams. He's only like 26 years old. He's hardly, I don't even know how many times he's been active in the NFL. And he, I remember he was running like a man possessed for a while yeah. there. Didn't the, uh, the Vikings and Chiefs play each other in the preseason, right? I think. Um, maybe. Because I remember um, watching this Derek Gore and how, so many times the announcer were like, no relation to Frank Gore. Like they just say that every time he touched the ball. I'm not going to lie. I saw a number 40 on the field. I'm like, who the heck is that? I had no idea. Like, I figured Darren Will- or what is Daryl Williams Darryl. was going to get a lot. I figured he's going to get a lot of the touches this oh, week. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the score guy's in there. I see number 40, and I'm like, who is this? Who is this? Don't have a clue. See the gore on the back of his jersey. I'm like, I thought Derek or Frank. whatever, Frank Gore was retired. What is this? Who is this guy? It probably is Frank Gore. It kind of looks like, probably like is. him as far as like the size and build. Just put like but, some makeup uh, on his face to look a little younger. Oh, <laughs> uh, he just started his career over. He figured, yeah, <laughs> use a different name, different he alias. <laughs> just, just change the first name. <laughs> <laughs> Frank to what is yeah, it, Derek? This this won't be this won't be suspicious. I'll just change my first name. <laughs> no one will ever know. All right. Anyway, as I was saying, there's been trades, and I want to get wait. To them. You got it. Oh. Since, well, since we're talking about this, you got you got to tell the massives about your nice oh. slogan. You came up with a brilliant slogan for this. Brilliant slogan. So tagline, on the spot, this is yeah. I think it's slogan tagline whatever. It was on that Thursday night game with the with the uh, Broncos and the Browns, right? Uh-huh. So we're texting, and I say, you know, don't pay your running backs, kids, right? Uh-huh. And then we're, like, getting all hot and heated, and I go, hashtag pay hogs, not dogs. <laughs> As in pay your linemen, don't pay the running backs. Yes, kids and linemen yeah. do everything. Yeah, and the linemen are referred to as hogs usually, right? Yes, the big guys. They're hogs. The big guys, the hogs. Tough and to running move. back. I mean, you can see a running back's a dog, you know. They, yeah. 
He's he's got to be a dog. You got to be a dog, man. You got to get after it. And dogs run and chase things. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Pay hogs, not dogs. I like Pay hogs, not dogs. Love it. Hot dogs. We got to put that on a shirt. Yes, let's do it. Let's get the second uh, round of the shirts going. What's the dude's name? Uh, from Iowa that I ripped on once by accident. Um, the oh lineman Marshall Marshall, Marshall, yeah. We'll put him on the shirt. Yeah, picture of Marshall Yonda. <laughs> Pay hogs, not dogs. <laughs> and then if he's a Hall of Famer, we'll put HOF, whatever year it was. Oh, yeah. We'll sell tens. We'll send, we'll sell 10, maybe. Yes. All right, uh, let's move on. Trades. Sad Trades. one. Sad trade. The Jets have traded um, Daniel Brown with tight end to the Chiefs. Don't know why the Chiefs need another tight end. Chiefs oh. are giving up my favorite guy in the league. Oh, yes. Lorendo Vanetatif. The hero the of last of the, season. The man of the year in 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going to the Jets. He's a, he's a guard. He hasn't played, I don't think, this year at all. Is he even active yet, or is he still helping fight COVID? Uh, no, he's been on the sidelines. I've seen him. Okay. I think he's just practice squad is what he's listed as. So. I'm thinking the year often helped, and then with their whole rebuild, the whole offensive line this year. Yeah. Anyway, other news, Chiefs are making moves. Uh, he, was, he was a doctor, by the way, if you didn't know. Went back to yes. Canada to help, help. fight yes. COVID. Man of the year by time, something like that. I think Magazine. So. Uh. All right. Uh, the Chiefs have made all their moves on the trade deadline day. They get the Steelers uh, linebacker, Melvin Ingram. That'll help, right? I think. Since they need help in the secondary, right? That'll help. <laughs> Yes. Probably the biggest headline, though, of trade deadline week for sure, if not trades this year, the Broncos have traded for two uh, draft picks, I think a sixth and a seventh, to the Rams, Von Miller. Oh, uh, no, it was a second and a third. Second and third. There you go. <clears throat> Von Miller going to the Rams. Whew. Rams are going to be tough. They have a star at every uh, level of the defense now. Oh, are you saying they didn't already? <laughs> I don't know who were their linebackers before. Oh, I guess. I, I guess like you're the listening. line linebacker secondary. No. I list Von Miller as an edge guy, so I guess I didn't oh. consider him a linebacker. But anyway, uh, uh, all right. The Texans have given up on the season. Apparently, <laughs> they were going to hold on to Deshaun Watson, though they are not going to trade him away. Uh, they'll we'll, uh, they'll open up uh, trade talks in the offseason. They said Mark Ingram though is going to be traded or was traded to the Saints. He's wearing number 14 now, so it's really difficult difficult to understand who he even is on the field. He had 52 total yards this last Sunday, though. Really? In the win. Yeah, 52 huh. yards. Wow. <clears throat> Actually, it's probably going to be back. a help. Probably going to be a help because they don't really have a good bruiser back without, yeah. without him since he went to the Ravens last year, and then Latavius Murray was there, and he's gone wow. now. So That's true. A uh, little bit of help there for that other scat back. Alvin Kamara. We mentioned the elite Flacco's going to the Jets, so the <laughs> Jets got everything figured out. They got some new offensive line. They got a new quarterback. Everything will be fine. He's not even going to play, though, because Mike White. Yeah. Eagles <laughs> were, were active. They traded Zach Ertz earlier in the season to the Cardinals. He's played two games for them, 108 yards over those two games, and a touchdown. Pretty good. I think we mentioned that the Patriots traded Stephon Gilmore in, the, Gilmore in the past. He finally played this weekend and got an interception on Sunday for the Panthers. Elite. Elite. 
And then uh, the Packers also released Jalen Smith this week, the linebacker, formerly of the Cowboys. They signed him four weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not worth it. Played well in a game or something with them, but apparently not. I honestly didn't think he played that bad all season. Yeah. Cowboys, when I saw him, he just hasn't been getting that much playing time. <clears throat> anyway, there is one thing that I brought up to you that I'm going to wrap up my little part of the segment with. The Eagles have a potential to have something really, really interesting happen in this draft. So they, not only will they have their first-round draft pick, which right now is the ninth overall pick if the season would end right now, they have the rights to the Miami pick in the first round as well, which right now would be the number two overall pick. And then also, when they traded Carson Wentz, the Colts, they got the Colts pick for the first round, provided that Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps on offense, which I believe at this point, he's pretty much played most of them. Yeah. Maybe maybe a few that he missed out. I think like a quarter the, or half a game he missed. A quarter of a quarter, maybe. Like, maybe. it was fourth quarter when he got hurt, I think, that one week. Uh, I think it was that against Ra- Raiders, maybe? I don't know. I, don't I can't know. remember. Anyway, uh, looks like they'll have that draft pick. That would be a number eight overall pick right now, as it stands. So they potentially could have 10 or three in the ten. top 10. Ten top, picks ten, the, pick? ten top 10 No, <laughs> they could have three top 10 picks as right now. Wow. That, that'd be, that's how you rebuild the franchise, I guess. Yep. And that's my trade updates. There was one last transaction on, okay, well, Deshaun Jackson. The burner wide receiver with the Rams. He apparently requested a trade last week. I think just because he wants to play. He doesn't, he doesn't seem to care if he's on a bad team. Doesn't, doesn't care about winning. He just wants I to play. I mean, yeah, he's got, he would have a good chance of winning the Super Bowl if he stayed, but he wanted to get traded. No one wanted to trade for him. So then he was cut on Tuesday by the Rams. No, I didn't see that. Released, I should say. Released. Mutually agreed, it sounds like. Mutually. <laughs> Oh, well, that's uh, yeah. Trade deadline was Tuesday. Uh, yep, come, come came and went. This is what has happened. Nothing else will happen. That's it. That's it. Season's done. It's over. It's over. Do well, you have anything else for segment one? Ah, uh, nah. We got a little, little long here. Okay, so we'll go segment <laughs> two. This is fishing your podcast. I guess we'll be back next. We're back to the pod after that. Beautiful advertisement, advertisement. Chip Daly here, Danfish there. Before we get to our fun and gambling things, there was some uh, fun stats that I saw from the uh, website 538. I believe they started as like a uh, voting stat thing or something. Are you familiar with the website at all? Never heard of it. Oh, well. Anyway, they do all these stats, and I'm pretty sure it started with voting. Like 538 was a number of something. I don't know. Anyway, they do electoral uh, college votes. Something maybe. No, it's not that. Maybe that's a total. I whatever. Yeah, the uh, total electoral college votes. Yeah, okay, that's probably what it is. Uh, they do stats on sports now too, and occasionally they'll write articles. And two weeks ago, missed it. Just saw it this week. They came up with this luck stat. Not Andrew, look, luck for NFL teams. It's uh, based on their team's actual win percentage against their expected win percentage, which is based on Dan's favorite stat, point differential. Woo! So they compared 
this team's actual win percentage, how many wins they had through week six versus what they should have based off their point differential. And they're calling it luck. So how lucky these teams have been. So I have the top five lucky teams. You want to hear them or you want to guess? Uh, Does that make sense how I described it? Yes. So basically teams that are lucky to have the record that they are, who's got the highest luck percentage. Basically, yes. Um, Based off how they have outscored or barely outscored. I'd say um, the who was I just gonna, oh Cincy no Raiders no New England mm, they're actually in the bottom five unlucky ooh this is through week six so okay. two weeks ago um, it's uh, basically <laughs> I mean it's kind of stupid because this is basically all the teams I have a lot of wins but you know. Dallas. Uh, they're number five. Woo, Their expected win percentage was 65%. Their actual is 83%. That's a difference of plus 18.3% better. Green Bay. They are the number one lucky team. Yeah. Apparently their expected was only 52.6%. So basically 500. And the wow. actual is 83. So a difference of 30% better. Okay. List the top five. All right. Then it's Cardinals. Their expected was 74, which is pretty high. They were 6-0 and at that point. Then it was the Buccaneers. They were 63% expected. And then the Ravens. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so all these are 18% better or higher than what they're claiming they should be. Now, you want to see the unluckiest teams? You said New England. Uh, <clears throat> they are 29th. Jacksonville? Yes, they are 30. Uh, ta- uh, 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 Jets. Oh, uh, no, they must have been just outside of this. Did it to Texans? No. Um, uh, Seattle. No. Detroit. Uh, they are the unluckiest team this year. Unlucky. Which, well, it's kind of no surprise. They lost a lot of games right at the last second 63 5, whatever yard field goal. They're 66. Right. 66. <laughs> they were expected through those games based off their points to have won a third of them. Wow. Yeah. The actual was zero. So that's a negative 30%. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So then I'll just run it out. Giants were 28th. Patriots, 29th. Jaguars, 30. Colts, 31st. Lions, oh, dead last. Then I uh, wanted to highlight Four Lions. Four Lions. A few things. The only team with a winning record that had negative difference were the Bills. So they're actually supposed to be better than they are, which is <laughs> scary. scary. And then the closest. Whoop, the Chiefs. Kind of yeah, scary. Kind of scary. Then the, the team that was closest to their expected versus actual was the Browns. They were 3-3. Three and three. Their difference was only negative 1%. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Thought that was kind of fun to look at. Fun. Fun. Stacks. Time for the stacks. Well, as uh, we mentioned at the start, Aaron Rodgers has COVID because he's immunized. <laughs> he's only immunized, not vaccinized. Uh, so he, he was one of my stacks I liked this week. I'm getting ahead of myself, though. So last week, Josh Allen was one of my stacks. I did say to not. Necessary pairing with Diggs, which that worked out fine, but 
<laughs> I said that pair him with Emmanuel Sanders, who put up a goose egg. He had zero catches. But if you pair him with Michael Beasley, Cole Beasley, not Michael Beasley. <laughs> the ball. Michael Beasley, where Michael did he come Be- from? <laughs> I don't know. Tim Rolf's on my mind. Uh, Cole Beasley. Probably had some good luck. Jalen Hurts was a bust. That was bad. He had like eight points. Uh, this week, though, Bucks have a bye. The Rams are in prime time, so they're not in the uh, normal Sunday afternoon games. There's only two games predicted over 50 points. The Chargers at the Eagles. Chargers favored by one. This is, I haven't looked, is obviously probably going to come down. Green Bay at Kansas City was 54 and a half, and it was even at the time I looked. Now Kansas City is favored by seven and a half because Aaron Rodgers is out. Uh, so I think there's only one game with probably 50 or more points. Let me see if the Kansas City one quick. Yeah, that's down to 48 now. So the one stack that I wrote down otherwise that I really like is Lamar Jackson playing at home against the Vikings. The Vikings are terrible on defense right now. Their corners are not good. They give 320-something yards to Cooper Rush because their excuse was we, we were preparing for Dak. Well, it should have been easier. Uh, so, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Pairing with Marquise Brown, like I said, Vikings can't stop a wide receiver right now. And probably Rashad Baton. He's cheap. He's had six targets in each of his two games he's played so far. Uh, Lamar Jackson is uh, middle price for the elite quarterbacks, elite fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, and like if Lamar is going to win you a tournament, it probably means he threw a couple, threw a couple of touchdowns. I think he's only one game this year where he's done that. But if you're banking on him doing it, then that's why I'd say pair him with two wide receivers. I'd be totally fine if you just pair him with one because he runs so much. Uh, the one thing the Vikings have been okay at is stopping tight ends. I don't know if that's really a stat you want to look at because that's not every team has a good tight end. So that's why I left out uh, Mark Andrews. But then I would run it back with the classic Vikings, either Delvin Cook, Thielen, JJ, or you could do Conklin because he's super cheap as a tight end as well. Don't touch JJ this week. A uh, little bum bum leg last week. So bum leg. Safe. All right. Well, and Kirk Cousins. Oh, fun stat. Kirk Cousins. Woo. What a I bad love game. my stats. What a bad game. So after their first Dang. drive, the Vikings' first drive, after they scored a touchdown, he did not attempt to pass beyond the first down marker. I think for on third downs was the stab, but I, I would firmly believe it was probably for the whole game. Wow. <laughs> he was just a dump off machine. CJ Ham, the fullback, had more catches than Justin Jefferson. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Terrible. I think it's pretty good. Pretty good. His average depth of throw was like five yards. Yeah. Classic Vikings. Classic Vikings. So I feel yeah, like that's I, been the compl- I feel like that's been the complaint out of Minnesota since like Tavares Jackson, a Christian dump Bonder. Yeah, dump off pass. Yeah, they need a uh, offensive guru coach. Third and eight. Let's throw a pass two yards. Yeah. Or how you you loved his last throw of the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I I just I cannot fathom the mental capacities that you have to have to understand that it is the last play of the game. The time has expired. Yeah, there's people covered downfield, but the only chance you have of winning the game is to throw the ball in the field of play and hope that somebody can make a play. And I know there's somebody coming from behind to tackle you, but why do you throw it out of bounds? 
<laughs> just, just take the L. I'm just going to take the L here, guys. I'm going to throw it out of bounds. Old strategy, Cotton. Just throw it, throw it to the lights. Just throw it up in the lights and just yeah, see what happens. Throw it. I mean, just it doesn't even matter. Just, just throw it 15 yards down the field into the ground. I'd rather see that than throw it out of bounds. Uh-huh. You're saying, okay, guys, good game here. I know you guys just did all this effort to run down the field. I'm just going to, you know, it, we, we tried. We tried. Okay. Game over. Yeah. It's, I have so many issues with the Vikings after that game. That is like just completely acknowledging defeat before the mm-hmm. game's over. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the stats, Kirk Cousins was like the number five ranked quarterback of the week. <laughs> like for a he always ranked. is because I mean, like yeah, he completes a lot of passes. That's this is why. one of the few times I'm actually ripping on Kirk. I've kind of been a little defender of him, but not anymore. Yeah, he's pretty much trash. Uh, he's got to just let his receivers go get the ball. Just risk it sometimes, man. All right. Anyway, Lamar Jackson stack. Uh, as I said, Aaron Rodgers one obviously is out. I am not going to Jordan Love. <laughs> uh, other ones that I like though, back and go back to Buffalo. They're playing. Where are they playing this week? Um, Jaguars. Jacksonville. Favored by fourteen and a half. Josh Allen's good. Uh, Stephon Diggs' price <clears throat> came down a little bit after last week. I said the two receivers' price went up, so you can look at that. Uh, Cowboys kind of like them this week. If Dak Prescott's back, I would not play Cooper Rush. Otherwise, Although, it was a re- uh, statement out of Mike McCarthy on Tuesday. said Dak's full go. Full go. All right. I kind of like Dak then at home. Although the Broncos kind of, well, no, they just traded Von Miller. They traded a cornerback. They had injuries too. They have injuries. Uh, yeah. So I don't like, so them I like right Dak. Uh, I think then, I think Denver's season, even though they're like second in the division, is kind of going down the pooper right yeah, now. Yeah, they're uh, kind of. I saw a rumor on Twitter that maybe they're acquiring all these draft picks so they can trade for Aaron Rodgers or something. I, I think, think that is absolutely the hundred percent goal right now. Well, well, we'll see in the offseason. Uh, then last stack option, Joe Burrow again. Actually, with, wait, isn't he? Yeah, isn't this his last year's yeah. free agent? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow is the only quarterback this season. In the whole league to throw at least two touchdown passes or more in every game. His price is coming up a little bit, but he's still not super high price. You mean uh, Macaulay Culkin? What? Macaulay Culkin, yeah. Yeah, he said he looks like Macaulay Culkin. He uh, totally does. Playing the Browns this week. Could could get high scoring or it could be low scoring. But that's another option. Dude, I don't even know what to make of Cincinnati. You blow up Baltimore and then you get beat by the Jets. What the heck? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Joe Burrow still had a pretty good game, though, fantasy-wise. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to lose that. I don't know. That was... Mm. Stupid! Mike, Mike White, 405 yards. All right, those are my stacks. All right. Money line time. Money. Oh, last week was disappointing. Two and three, 17 and 18 overall. Three and five on the money pick of the week through eight weeks. All right, 14 games this week. I have five. Highlighted games first. Indianapolis is favored at home by 10.5 over the Jets. The Jets are off a win. Indianapolis is off a disappointing overtime loss against a rival in-division opponent of the Tennessee Titans. Indy, on a short week after a hard-fought game and a disappointment, probably going to have a little bit of a letdown to begin the game. I'm not saying that the Jets are going to win this, (laughs) but I think that the Jets can keep it within 10.5. I have the Jets plus the 10.5 points at Indy. On a short week on Thursday night. I also have Atlanta 
gets six points against the Saints in New Orleans. Give me Atlanta. Give me the six points. And Atlanta is riding high after the Braves won the World Series. Oh. Atlanta might get their win. This and weekend. Atlanta. 21 pilots are in town for the whole week doing a show every night. What a week. What a week. <laughs> There's going to be a, not a whole lot of sobriety down there right now. No. I feel like. No. Uh, I, so make sure you don't drive. That's the lesson we learned today. Yes. Okay. Uh, I noticed on the uh, the Falcons on Sunday, because <laughs> I was watching Red Zone, that it looked like this, that stadium was half full. Then I realized, oh, the Braves have a home game that night. Yeah. Why. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> All right, the Raiders are after the whole debacle with them. They're favored by three in New York against the Giants. Now, the Giants have a lot of wide receiver injuries right now, so I don't know even if the Giants can move the ball. If if I see that they literally only have, like, two guys that are normally play on the roster <laughs> playing, I probably wouldn't want to take the Giants. But as of right now, on paper, I kind of like the Giants getting three at home against a team traveling from the West Coast with distractions of losing a coach, losing a wide receiver. Uh, yeah, I think the G-men could keep it within three. I don't think the Raiders have lost, though, since uh, Gruden was fired. It's 2-0. Yeah, yeah, reserve the right, though, and they're off a of bye, but I, I'd like to reserve the right to pull that pick out of this equation if if I see that all the wide receivers are out, like Sterling Shepard and all that. So, yeah. Galladay, blah, 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 blah. On Monday Night Football, it's going to be the toilet bowl between the Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's favored by six and a half, which I just feel like they shouldn't be favored by six and a half over anybody. And Chicago's playing better. Uh, Justin Fields had his best week of the season last week. So maybe they're rounding in a form. I think that Chicago will be able to keep it within a touchdown. I feel like it's Pittsburgh. Monday night, give me Chicago. And then you can hit the sound bit. Dan's money line pick of the week. Arizona minus one at San Fran. Why is San Francisco getting so much respect in, in Vegas? They are not a good team. I don't know, I right mean, now, ESPN is saying the line is even, 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 even. Wow. Even. And they're getting to play Arizona. And I know like DeAndre Hopkins might be hurt, but I mean, come on. I think he actually it's, it's a division game. Yeah, it should be close, but I think Arizona wins this. So in a pick, I might. I think I'm going to just roll with Arizona. I mean, I like them. I picked against San Francisco back when they played Indianapolis on, was that a Sunday night? And uh, I think San Fran was favored by like three, three and a half, something like that. Well, Indy went in there and beat them outright. So I just don't see San Francisco winning this game. Yeah, they play, they played each other earlier this year. It was 17-10. Yeah. And that was I when see, trailing. I could see it though. being close, but I also see Arizona winning this game. Yeah, coming they'll off get, a loss, get back on track. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. So, and especially in a pick them, give me Arizona. I don't care. I don't. I don't trust San Francisco. I don't think they're that good of a team. We got a lot of injuries on defense again, too. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Blah blah blah. Moving on. Thursday night picks last Wait. week again. What? 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 what Adam what? Schefter, the ESPN dude. You want to hear an update on the Henry Royce incident? He's got oh, more boy. more details. So that crash that happened, um, the chief deputy district attorney is reporting Henry Ruggs was driving 156 miles an hour and his blood alcohol level was more than twice the legal limit. Wow. Whoa. 
156 miles an hour in Las Vegas. What are you doing? It, I mean, if you're the person sitting in the car with him, like, what is going through your yeah, mind? Yeah, you're like, uh, bro, let me out or stop. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna roll. roll. <laughs> 150 miles an hour. You end up seven miles away from where you jumped out of the car. <laughs> What the? Oh man, I just knew it was gonna be bad news, like something like this stupid of like how drunk he was gonna be. I mean, yeah, you're in Las Vegas. You don't have to go very far to get out in the middle of nowhere if you want to drive yeah. that fast. Like, oh man, <laughs> and oh, wow, dude, oh jeez. So yeah, dumb. I mean, just get to the south end of the strip, and everything's just wide open. Yeah, and it's pretty flat, like immediately around there. Yeah. Oh man. Oh boy! All right, yeah. shame, shame, shame. All right, Thursday night picks. Thursday night picks. Another shame. <laughs> We're on a little uh, zero for two streak. Yeah, Arizona lost to Green Bay last week. <laughs> At the end, down three, ball in the goal line or goal to go situation. Saw the best stinking meme. Second best meme. I don't know. What I said there was one that was the best. That was Aaron Rodgers with the Saints match, but the second best one. <laughs> AJ Green. Running around to the end zone, doesn't realize the ball's coming to him. Ball gets picked, game over, Arizona loses, everybody's seen it. Anyway, I saw a picture of him like standing there, not looking at the ball as the defender's like just starting to run away to go pick it off. And it goes, Xbox controller disconnected. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Pretty much. Uh (laughs) I also saw another one said, AJ Green announced retirement with three seconds left in the game. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) stop. What do you think was he was thinking? You think he thought it was a run play? There's oh. no way because if they run it, the time's gonna elapse. Yeah, I, not gonna win. I don't, I don't know, man. That's, Did he just think that he? No, he's not gonna throw it my way. Yeah, I don't know. Oh shoot, where'd the ball go? <laughs> what? Okay, so a little bit of bad luck last week, but Arizona never should have been in that situation. We never should have doubted Aaron Rodgers without two wide receivers and a like tight I said, end for his ACL. Like I said. You can't say that Aaron Rodgers is going to march out there and say that they have no chance. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, yeah, I said they had a chance, but I just didn't think they would win. <laughs> it's crazy. And I will, I will say, they, uh, the Packers did some good play calling on offense. And obviously, yeah, defense just limited. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, it was a well, very well-coached game. I thought they definitely out-coached Arizona. Anyway, yeah. this week, Jets at Indy. Indy's favored by 10.5. I'm just going to make it easy. I'm going to go with Indy, even though I get the Jets in the money line with the points. I think Indianapolis wins this game, though, because they have to. They got a little bit of life now. I mean, they lost to Tennessee, but Tennessee lost lost Derrick Henry. So maybe they think they can make up some ground here and win the division yet. So Mm -hmm. I'm going Indy. Yeah, I am too. Uh, Jets just had a big upset last week. I I don't. I think teams will now anticipate Mike White. Um, They'll be ready. Yeah, they, they know how to prepare for Mike White. Mike like White. The Vikings knew how to pick, prepare for Cooper Rush. Yeah, they, they were prepared for Dak Prescott, man. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. didn't know how to handle the backups. They never know how to handle a backup. <laughs> no, Chet they Henny. don't. Just... Chad uh, <laughs> Right? Yeah, he was with the, the Bears. Uh, no, not Chad. <laughs> Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Chad Henney, whatever. <laughs> Probably Chad Henney. <laughs> uh, who's the dude for... I think it was uh, uh, I think he backed what up. What team are you talking about? He backed up uh the Chiefs for a while recently. Yeah, that was Chase Daniel. No, Who's no, there? a different guy. 
looks looks um, kind of the same. Oh, Matt. Uh, yeah, Matt Moore or something. Matt Moore. Yeah, yeah. I lost to him. Got wrecked by Andy Dalton last year in Dallas. <laughs> like, come on, bikes. They're back here for a reason. Oh, I'm getting heated. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. To, survivor pick. to the survivor. <laughs> so we both got the extra pick wrong last week because I, for some reason, listened to you. I know. This was, this was another but one. We both got our other picks right. You had Kansas City. I had the Rams. Yep. So yep. this double shot for Cincinnati. This was another one on paper, kind of like when I picked the Saints that. It looked really good, especially after Cincinnati yeah. just crushed the Ravens. I was with you on Cincinnati, but I, know I was with not with the Saints. I was, not, I was like, I, I might have sounded like that the week that you were picking the Saints. Like, yeah, I picked the Saints. Yeah, yeah. I really want you to because I want you to lose. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. But Cincinnati, man, that was rough. Anyway, I still got a one-point lead. It's 10 to 9 through eight weeks. We got 10 weeks to go. Uh, so after this pick, we are halfway through the season. Look at that. Uh, you're still technically, I don't know if you said perfect for your survivor picks because the extra doesn't count. I'm perfect on the non-lifelines. Yes. Which is good. So yes. if I could keep that intact, I'd be pretty happy. All right. Anyway, I'm going to take Buffalo this week. They are favored by a lot. Buffalo! Over the 14 and a half over Jacksonville. It's in Florida, which makes me a little nervous, but I don't know. I don't yeah. think Buffalo necessarily played that great last week, so I think they're going to want to respond this week. Yeah. They'll have a good game, I think. Uh, you don't I, get favored by 14 and a half for no reason. Like <laughs> when, it, when the lines are that big, they almost never lose. Yes, the line might, like the team might keep it less than 14 and a half, but they almost never lose when you're favored by that much. I think the Vikings did that a couple years ago in uh, Josh Allen's rookie season. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah that was the inverse. The Vikings were favored by like 14 or something. Uh, at home 16. against a rookie quarterback, Josh Allen. Hurdling Aaron Anthony Barr and everything like that. Vikings just can't do anything against inexperienced or backup quarterbacks. It's sad. That should have been the they, I don't think they can do anything against just anyone. quarterbacks. You're right. <laughs> Sam Darnold, maybe. And now they let him come back. Russell Wilson, of all people, is the only one they've <laughs> limited this year. They let Sam Darnold convert on, like, fourth and 28. <laughs> Twice, if you like. Two fourth downs. From, like, the three-yard line to start. The three-yard line. <laughs> God, it's like, it's All right, I'm picking Dallas. Going Dallas. Okay. Uh, if Dak, for some reason, doesn't play, I might switch. But they're at home against Denver. As I said, they traded defensive people away. They have injuries. Uh, Dallas' defense is pretty good. Going Dallas. Okay. Yeah, I'm Buffalo and uh, you're Dallas. And like I said, Dak's going to play this week, 100%. Yeah, I think he'll be uh, eager and ready to go get back to action. Yeah, I mean, they should be riding high after Cooper Rush got the, <laughs> yeah. got the win. So uh-huh. they should all be excited to go out there this week and win. All right, that is it. The survivors, all the picks, all the stacks, all the money lines, everything like that. Lots of stories. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry, Lots I got a little long. Today. Lots of info today, though. Loaded. Fish and Chip Podcast on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google, Machine, Amazon, most places to get your podcast. Uh, Chip Daily's over there. Dan Fish is right here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay sweet, universe. Pay hogs, not dogs. Stay sweet.